You gotta get you get you get your hair in the game. You gotta get you get you get you get your hair in the game. Come on. Oh my gosh, set up professional audio. Gosh, they know I'm a singer. Oh, don't they? Oh. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Are you sure? <laughs> I'm delirious. Oh my god, what a week what a week on both our parts mm. sum it up in one word hectic mine would be roller coaster really Where'd some you crazy go? highs some crazy lows some to crazy be, turbulence to be fair your week actually ties in quite well with what we're going to yeah. we are talking about small businesses Everything we know, not that we know huge amounts, but we both own a small business. We, 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 the, which are both all three are successful in their own rights. Successful because we're all learning from them. <laughs> They're successfully teaching us what not to do. And that when life gives you lemons, you've got to make lemonade. <laughs> right. Sorry, I've um just put this in perspective. I am delirious. I've um done twelve-hour days for the last three days at a trade show, so I've been talking to people nonstop, mm. and I feel like I my brain is mush, and I just can't. Oh my gosh, I've got coriander in my mouth. Mm. And I just can't talk to um, I can't make sense basically anymore. I mean, you don't think Bennett makes sense on the best of days? Yeah, Let alone, yeah, sleep deprived, brain mush. Yeah, good luck right. to all of you. Yeah, well, we'll try and navigate way through. Um, no, um, so basically, we... What? In other news, just a quick detour. Um, my earrings, Minnie Maunder, thank you. Um, do you know how many people recognise them at the really? trade show? So people came up to me and was like, oh, I love your earrings. And I was like, oh, they're Minnie Maunder. And then they were like, I thought so. And I was like, mm-hmm. Would you count, her, was- would you count her as a small business? Yeah. I mean, what really? is a small business? She's re. Mm, she's like. Mm, she's grown a lot, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was still classified as a small business. Yeah, but it's her full time job, and she's got employees. Is that a small business? That is a yeah, business. That's, that's a thriving small business. Yeah. yeah. Goals. Okay. Anyway, well, so yeah, that, that's our. We'll put that forward as our goals for our small business. So back to reality, we both have small businesses. Bennett, are you capable of telling us what yours is? Am I capable? I have said this so many times today. Yeah. That I feel I like give us shot. Come on. Okay. Oh my gosh! I got interviewed by Radio X. Oh, you're gonna say Radio One? I'll be like, oh yeah, fair. Radio X. Mm. <laughs> are you joking? Um. I don't even know what time I was on, but I was on at some point really? and they were asking all these questions. Um, so that was crazy. Um, yeah, so Bennett's kombucha. Kombucha, for those who don't know, is a probiotic fermented tea drink, teeming with billions of bacteria, traditionally lemon sugar, brewed for your gut, utterly refreshing and delicious. And yeah, love it. Live it. Drink it. 
Okay. So what is your, <laughs> your what's your role with the business? My role? Can, yeah. Do you know how many people have asked me that today? They go and say, uh, what's your role within the business? And they look at me like with a bit of a question. I am motivatorer. I am bottler. I am brewer, marketer, saleser, deliverer, um, coffee runner, uh, marketer, designer, maker, experimenter, yeah. secretary. I'm everything. So the business started from your mum, right? Yeah. So mum being the boss mm, she is, um, is a registered nutritionist and just wanted us as a family to have access to the best beneficial bacteria for our gut. And she couldn't get it commercially or anything that she thought was good enough. So she started making it herself. Um, and then one thing led to another. Clients were asking for it. Friends were asking for it. And she did kombucha 365 got into a local few local retail outlets but it was very small scale very um cottage cottage industry not just cottage industry like cottage cottage um and then about this time anyone last year, has any idea which cottage cottage industry means i'd love to know as in like it's beyond micro it was nano and smaller at atomic no that's not, that's being unfair yeah. but like it was very um yeah, like, like friend of friends kind of thing yeah yeah, in our kitchen, like after the working day was done, she'd start bottling and brewing. Yeah. Um, and she did amazing, but she just didn't have time um, to continue doing it while seeing her clients. So about this time last year, she was like, I'm going to either throw it in and stop um, or going to have to find someone else to take it over. At which point, dad and I were home from work in uni and thought, Moha, we'll do it. So then we spent the first six months of last year standardizing the product um, because it's actually a bit more temperamental than we know and realize. Um, well, not that, it's more of you've got trading standards and stuff to sort it out when you're just bringing it at home, you don't have those. Um, and then we spent the second six months of testing the product in the sense of putting it to customers and the general public and seeing if people liked it. And then it was really well received. Um, we sold thousands of bottles, which is super cool. Um, and we technically only training for six months. So yeah, that was great. And then now we're trying to go further afield. So we're at a trade show for the last three days, which is basically talking to wholesalers and stockists and retail outlets. And yeah. Okay. And then, so like simple question, how, like, where do you see it going? Hmm. Like, what's your dream for it? dream for it i think like with anything is to get it to run itself mm -hmm. because at the moment it's it's a newborn uh, you can't leave it alone for five minutes um what we, so, like if you left it alone would it like tail off or okay so not to be not to disregard anyone else's business but for example um other drink companies, for example, the spirit companies, people who have like vodka, rum, tequila um, uh, products, mm -hmm. get them made in Mexico, the Caribbean, whatever, they import it, they don't distill it, brew it and make it themselves, it comes to them made. Mm -hmm. And all they do is bottle it and brand it and sell it. And so one, they don't do any of the production, they just market it and sell it. And two, um, it can sit in cases of a thousand in a warehouse, and they can take as long as they want to go through it yeah. and sell it. Kombucha can't do that. Kombucha's got to be, well, we make it, we brew it, we bottle it. So we do all the production. And then secondly, we can't just get a thousand, two thousand and just 
stop it like stock it in a warehouse and shift it over the course of six, mm-hmm. six months because does it have it's a, alive yeah it's yeah oh that's weird isn't it but it doesn't, yeah. doesn't have an expiry date well if it's not chilled so technically no but the product will change and yeah. we don't pasteurize it so it will continue to ferment so we have a better four day of six months if kept chilled yeah. but like our yeah. production our scobies we can't leave them for six weeks four weeks at a time a week Does at a time know what scobies is oh yeah a scoby oh my gosh everyone's getting dictionary <laughs> a scoby is a symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast it's a micro uh, microorganism of cellulose that sits on top of the scoby and transpires into the tea which is basically the mother bacteria the vessel of bacteria if you will okay um, so yeah, that's what I, so that's what I mean. It's a newborn; you can't and, not look after it. Yeah, no, I do get you. And I guess you didn't start it up, but where's the point of like? How do you start to get things in shops? Like, what do you do? Did you contact them, and then I guess the trade shows then getting you even more exposure? Yeah. So before the trade shows, it's literally sometimes cold calling and picking yeah. up a phone and calling a local farm shop or cafe and being like hi do you want to stock our booch um other times it's actually just popping in and taking samples because who wants to be rung up mm. and a cold call like not me no one wants that so that's only if we really need to like if it's a bit further afield otherwise um yeah reach out to them on instagram dm them if they're like a young hip kind of brand yeah. email them but also yeah just going in introducing ourselves giving samples because also people don't know what kombucha is so people kind of mm. need to taste it to get it um also and hear so, about and hear like the benefits of it and how it's you know a live bacteria that infiltrates into your gut and yeah exactly magic <laughs> and yes. let me tell you it actually tastes lovely but there is such a difference isn't there in between your booch and the booch that you pick up in tesco's yes so we don't pasteurize our kombucha um which is basically where you heat it at a temperature um to increase the shelf life um and by doing this you destroy some of the goodness within it um and so the stuff you get in the supermarkets is often pasteurized because it's not refrigerated or they want a longer shelf life because supermarkets can't afford to be stocking things that go off and out of date within a couple of weeks and months um and then it's also heavily carbonated and often as well companies jump onto the trendy bandwagon just to make some money and so kombucha only have four key ingredients in it and then all of a sudden you have e-numbers flavorings yeah. artificial sweeteners all these but other things i i really find that the kombucha you pick up in a shop it's weirdly carbonized is that the right word harsh it's really harsh it's spiky yeah on the yeah Whereas your kombucha is, it's so much more flavoursome than the ones in the shops. It's smooth, I think, yeah. as well. It's yeah. really smooth and has like depth of flavour. Yeah. Um, all natural, of course. But yeah, we, it's we don't heavily carbonate. Um, and we keep it all as smooth as possible because we think it tastes better like that. Yeah. Um, and it feels more sophisticated and higher quality. Okay. So then, finally, what would be your top tip? for anyone wanting to start in the drinks business, let's say. <laughs> don't? <laughs> uh, no. It's not, I don't even think within the drinks business, within the health yeah. slash drinks slash food industry, it's got to have, there's two things. You've got to have strong values because people are so mindful now about what they're consuming. And what and, they're putting in their bodies. Exactly. And so I think you've got to, you've got to have sh- a good 
value set because that's what people buy into. Um, and I think the second thing is you can't hold back. You've got to just hold your breath and jump. Because mm. um, especially when you're young, like I feel like now no one relies on me that if it goes wrong, yeah. it goes wrong. I can still go get a job, be it in yeah. Sainsbury's or a grad scheme. Um, if it goes wrong, it's fine. And at least I can say I didn't not try. So I feel like use the favor of use youngness in your favor. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to EJB. Okay. So EJB, mm. where did your first idea come for that? Oh my goodness. I, to be fair, I touched on it on last week. I created the Instagram and had the brand and everything three years before I launched it. No way. Yeah. I remember that actually. Because mm. you had the um, the Jaguar, the leopard earrings. Yeah. Yeah. But so, no, I I think I've always wanted to have my own business. Yeah. Like I'm very that way inclined. I'm very like self-motivated, I'd say. Um so I had always kind of wanted to do it. Then I was traveling in Thailand, found that wholesalers. It wasn't even wholesalers. It was a shack that she thought that she could supply me. And it just was really complicated. So after I got back from traveling, didn't have a job, looked into starting it up. And I was kind of on like the hype of it with finding someone potentially in Thailand. But it took me so long to find the right thing. Like, I think... Anyone could be a, perfect, a perfectionist, but you put your own business in it or your own like identity in it and you are such a perfectionist. Like you're putting that out to people to criticize. So I just didn't quite find the right thing um, and just never ended up doing it. Then I went to uni and I took, I used to wear the earrings, but I never released them. And I had so many people being like, oh my gosh, where are your earrings from? And I'm like, oh, like oh do I do do I don't I but something like just wasn't quite right so I knew the supplier that I wanted to work with and I generally just kept an eye on their like kind of designs and what they were kind of producing and then it was in lockdown that I was just like fuck it <laughs> I've, Nothing wasted, to lose. I've wasted on this for so long you know the my supplier was coming out with like great kind of things so her like business was booming um so I was just like okay let's do it and I ordered kind of like two of everything which I kind of regret regret I kind of regret I I have like a few regrets only a very few but my first regret is not setting my brand identity out quite right in the first place because if you think about all the stock I've had it's so different do you know what I mean like those blue hoops that you've got and then my pearl droplets like they're not of the same caliber yeah so I kind of wish I'd stuck to one thing and you know like found my niche a bit more I've, I've done that now and I'm really like what I've got now is the best it, of a bag. It's like, yeah, the, the dainty yet 
I'm going to use the word and I'm going to get hate for it. The dainty yet spunky layer vibe is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like that thing, if you've got five piercings, I've got five huggies for you. Like you yeah, can wear and them they're really, yeah, yeah, they're wearable. They're very on trend. Yeah. Um, and they're a bit different. Yeah. And, yeah. And they're for the multiple, multiple yeah, piercings. Yeah, they're stacking earrings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's, I, I do just generally wish that I had kind of found a bit more of a, my brand identity and where I wanted to go before I launched it but I, I think feel was... like you didn't know how well it received exactly that's the so... thing I remember like this is my second regret is setting up my depop shop um yeah, hang on because I was going to ask you so before we go into your shopping platforms I was going to say the one thing is you were trying to cater to what everyone would like like you went yeah. around after yeah. and was like Right, they would wear that one. They yeah. would wear that one. She would yeah. wear this one because you wanted there to be something for everyone to like. Yeah, but then um, I would never ever find a pair of trousers that everyone would like. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so we do online, but also retailers and stockists. Yeah. You don't. You do all online. So what platforms do you use and how did you find them with being one, easy to use, one, yeah you going to the customer and three what do you now not use and what do you mm. prefer so I start off with my depop and I just think that's the worst thing I could have done in the nicest way I think again it just set the wrong t- tone do you know what I mean it sets I don't I think depop is great for some businesses for the small kind of handmade business but it's not it wasn't right for what I was doing um but then I had literally I had no idea where this was going to go I remember I launched everything one day and Hamish and I sat in the front room and we were like oh my gosh what the hell we've got like 10 orders I was expecting like one in the first week I remember it sold out like people were sending you out yeah yeah like the cuff went in minutes like Mm -hmm. actually minutes but yet I've still got some like old huggies that were in the first ever drop that have never sold. So yeah. it's like, that's what I mean by finding my niche, I think. Um, so I quite quickly moved off of Depop and then was just on Instagram for a while, which was really good. Cause I think that was really valuable to build my customer relationships. And they developed the shop on Instagram. Yeah. That feature came into play, which was yeah. great. But no, because you needed a website to link that. And I didn't have my website yet. Oh. I was just selling through direct message okay and yeah yeah but like I said I really built my customer relationship through that like I've got girls that order off of me that I've never met I've no idea who they are but I will strike a conversation with them when something new comes in because we've had so many conversations I feel like I would send them something and then they would reply to me when they got it and be like oh my gosh I love it so much whereas and I, also that's nice to hear that yeah people love yeah it no that. it was really nice but now, so I've now got a website, which I love. It's so easy. It's like, the, yeah. And you built your website yourself? I built my website myself. And what um, provider do you use? I use Square through Webly. So Square wow. is the monetary platform, but I think a subcategory is Webly which I love and it's so easy, but it's so simple. Like sometimes I want more features. And to be fair, we feel that too. We use Shopify and Wix. Yeah. Um, And 
again we manage it ourselves because we didn't want have to have to get in contact with a web designer and have to be like yeah. can you change this can you do this it gives you the like autonomy to yeah. yourself but like you say you are constricted to a box yeah. of templates yeah which I like like I found the best out of the situation but I just I do think it could be so much more yeah mm. but it's really simple it's really clean it's easy to use like yeah. it's not it's it's functional yeah um but I think you'll probably find this as well I think one of the most obviously with earrings especially is having the right photography and I think that's yeah. something I wish I had invested in earlier was photographers um and then I also think I don't know what I'm saying now no, I was gonna say I could see that literally fall out of your mind <laughs> that literally fell faster than an apple hitting Newton's head um no I didn't anyway um going on to your following on mm -hmm. social media and influencers how did you find yeah. them how did you get in so, contact with them I mean it was quite recently actually that I have started using influencers and when I say influencers I mean like micro influencers and that's what I love like I I really like having you know the relationship and knowing that I'm giving someone some someone something that they want rather than sending you know something to Molly May's PR box that she's never going to see she's never going to shout out whereas these influencers like they 80% of the time probably message me and say can I collaborate with you or can I work with you and to me like it's great because it's content you know like someone will get bored of seeing earrings on me a lot yeah. of people do and it's also like building your trust because it's yeah. like oh yeah. people who aren't her are enjoying it are liking yeah. it and it also they reach people that you can't reach yeah and no and I do like it it is weird like I think I worked with a girl that had the most following and I received like one follower but yeah I worked yeah. with a girl that had less following and I received like 30 yeah so you never you never really yeah. know so you never you know like you and unless you know their engagement and you know who's following them you it's it's a complete gamble but that is why I kind of like working with the smaller people because you know that their engagement rates are going to be higher and you know that the people are following them because they want to follow them rather than oh they popped up on my for you page whatever I'll give them a follow then I actually never go back to their feed yeah um and what's your aim with EJB? Do you ever want to go into stockists and retailers and outlets? See, yeah, I'm on like, like I love it. And if it could be my dream, if it could be my full-time job tomorrow, 100% would be. But it, it, like you say, it's like a child. Like you can't take your foot off the pedal. And I noticed this because when you go quiet on Instagram and stop posting, yeah. your orders go quiet. I stop saying as soon as, as, I soon, pick it, yeah. as soon as I pick it up, it starts up again, which is such a lovely, lovely thing to have. Like, I know that I can rely on my customers so much that when I get a restock, whether it's three months of me being silent, they will still support me, which I think is great. Um, I would love to be in shops, but it'd have to be the right shop. Yeah. You know, like a few shops at home, like you kind of know the ones like the independent kind of like dot yeah. home vibe not the dot homes a thing anymore but like those kind of shops I would love to be in but it's just finding the right one and I think 
we've got so much going on at the moment that EJB is in such a lovely place that the people who know about it love it, but it's not spoil as in everyone's wearing it. Is that, yeah. can I say that? Yeah, no, that makes sense. So, and I also think as well, your hmm. price point you nailed. Yeah. Because See, that's the thing, like, I, at the moment, like, it's, I don't make masses of money off of it. It's a nice, like, comfortable side hustle. But really, like, I, what I enjoy is putting that money back into the business, whether that's buying a bigger restock or more expensive pieces, but still doing them at the same price or buying new packaging. Like, I like investing in my business to make it the best business that it is rather than I've got a job that pays my rent and pays my bills. You know, it's like a nice... And I also I think it's a, it's a creative outlet for you as well. Yeah. You can make leaflets and do yeah, all that. Yeah, like do that kind that. of stuff. Um, but no, I would like to. But it's just it's just finding the time and finding, like, reaching out to the people, isn't it? And set, dropping samples off. And, like, I think I keep my, my restocks quite limited. So, and I found this with the influencers. My restock is limited. So sending out free products then means that there's less products for people to actually get and they're the people that want it yeah um okay top tip for marketing a small business grow your audience before you start get enough like engagement before you drop your pieces you know, have like a decent following, have like people exciting, excited, people excited about it, like have the giveaway launched before you launch your product. So people are anticipating it because I did that, but I did that on a small scale. Yeah. So Um, yeah. And branding, hugely branding. And also how did you decide EJB for your name? EJB? Well, I know it, no, I, I know it's your name name, but why did you think oh, I'm going to call my jewelry business EJB as opposed to like, I don't know. I didn't know. Day. That was six years ago. True. I have no idea. To be fair, I don't know why I'm asking that because what what did I call mine? Yeah, Ben's Bennett. Yeah, yeah, really, really. Mine's EJB, which is my initials. Really imaginative pair us two. Yeah. Oh, right. Um, and best thing you've learned? Oh my gosh, I don't know. I don't know that I don't know if that's the best thing I've learned because I've learned so much, but like I guess I've learned that I can do it. Yeah. And would you recommend someone else? Would I recommend someone else to do it? To like start their own. Oh my god, start it now. Start it tomorrow. Like do. Like really, really do. It is it's such like a rewarding feeling. And I think it teaches you things that no other job or anything else will teach you. Yeah. Um it teaches you it's it's character building at its finest yeah right there's a little plug here if you want to try some Bennett's future or, or a necklace and earrings of EJB go and enter our giveaway because it's closing on Sunday oh my gosh yes I actually forgot about that yeah, yeah. Sunday so what's that what's the day today Thursday so you're hearing this on Friday so two days two days two days go enter and a tala voucher and oh, i'm sorry, sorry but i want their Daylux, no dayflex leggings yeah. they have a um, new um uh what's it called style season colors products it's not yeah. a new product it's like a new version yeah. i don't know um and the leggings at the front are like a v as they go up at your hips but down at the front so they're so yeah, flattering I saw that. I really I saw a pair of jeans like that 
jeans. Yeah, I've just ordered the pair. They've literally just arrived. They're so nice. Really? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I tried to get them and they had sold out by the time I got there, which was so annoying. So I'm waiting for the next drop. Yeah. Um, but yeah, love that stuff. Okay. Okay. And your last business, because you're a little boss woman over there um <laughs> millie's ice cream i'm trying not to swear because i don't know if we're meant to on this or if oh, we're allowed to yeah my grandma picked you up on me swearing in the last one <laughs> yeah i am um, now i know that my mum actually religiously watches listens to these um yeah. i've i've kept my language in check um yeah. so yeah millie's ice cream your second business um seasonal <sighs> my, business my baby is millie's ice cream your happy place my absolute love of my life is millie's ice cream um, so we've obviously spoken about before how it came about, yeah. Facebook Marketplace, end of lockdown. Um, but this is a bit different because you had to get licensing. Mm. Um, you had to go to wholesalers and get supplies. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you were physically out and about trading. Yeah. It was a lot more like, basically, this, this man's come to fix our fridge. I think he's been here for like an hour and a half, but I'm not too sure. When I came on to this, he was finishing. So I think him and Hamish has just been having a chat. That's just classic Hamish. Yeah. Sorry, how have we mentioned Hamish Hamish again? Oh my God. No, I thought we were going to make it through. I didn't want to be on the podcast today. Yeah. How are we going to make it through an episode without you being on? I've just had a history lesson. I knew there was something going on. A history lesson about what? No. I'll tell you all about it later. No, we want to know now. Uh, honestly, you don't want to know. It's it's about like ancient hieroglyphs, ancient hieroglyphs um, about the Egyptian light bulb. Uh, no, that's that's something else. Um, so and basically, what? basically what? Egyptian. So Egyptians actually created light bulbs. Says who? The man that's been fixing our fridge. Yeah. So the uh, the real famous historian. Yeah, he's done a lot of research into it. Okay. All right, well, thanks for that. So, guys, research that and comment on our next Insta post. What do you think? Our? Our? No, no, no. He's been in one episode by like by invitation and somehow made onto every other episode. And now he's saying our. Okay, so back to these ice cream. So this was a lot more intense in terms of... Knowing what, like, what we needed to do food standards, like things like that that you don't have to think about when you're selling earrings. <laughs> Basically, welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah. So we yeah got the trike. That was the first thing. Then it was like, crap, we need something to transport it. So we found Milo, our lovely trusty, actually really trusty for a awfully falling together van. But he was great. So he worked really well. The trike like just about fitted it. It fitted in. We just didn't just yet. We didn't even measure it when we went to see it. But it was like such a bargain that we like we can't not. It was really weird as well. We were away with Hamish's parents in like Swindon and or like Gloucestershire or somewhere. And I was the Cotswolds. Cotswolds, yeah. God knows where I was. Um and I just saw it on Facebook Marketplace, I think. And yeah, we Classic. classic. We need to get sponsored by Facebook Marketplace. Or vintage. Um, yeah, Belle is an absolute demon on Vinted, and it's yes. so annoying. That's for another day. That could be a yeah. third business, couldn't it? No, honestly. Um, yeah, so we yeah, picked up the van, and then it was like 
finding since we know we wanted a really good product like we didn't want to offer cheap ice cream so we went with a beautiful gelato yeah we went for a beautiful gelato um but then it was so it was honestly it was such a minefield of like knowing how much to take out what to take out whether we needed vegan whether we needed sorbet if we needed cones or tubs or spoon like it was just a mind melting i remember melting. A point you were having to do runs because you couldn't be out for more than six hours otherwise yeah. you'd have because yeah. gelato has a much lower melting point than ice yeah. cream um, especially like the salted caramel used to melt in like an hour because it's got salt in it so it doesn't freeze properly so all of these things like because we were on a static is this no am I no, static peddler. Ped, no but I'm um, no yeah but I'm physical I'm, no because uh, I'm not static moving I don't know what you're trying to say because I'm moving I'm not plugged up into electricity constantly yeah, like peddling um, peddling like peddling moving the freezer would be frozen but not constantly on on freeze yeah um basically it would it would only hold a temperature for a certain amount of yeah. time before it would start to become more of a fridge than a freezer yeah so it was just like finding all of that but oh it was just it was so much fun it was so um, so so much fun it's a really good, fun summer job. Mm. Um, okay, and then job this summer that's the best job ever. Please let me know because unfortunately we're not allowed to trike in London, but I'm looking for someone in Devon to kind of take it over. Yeah. We are hopefully going to Beautiful Days, hopefully going to sit in the Folk Festival, doing a few things like that. So it would be, and basically just walk along the beach selling ice cream. So it'd be really cool if we could have someone. And it'll look good on your CV because you, yeah. they can get some experience doing yeah. a bit of marketing, a bit of wholesaler yeah. dealing um okay and then you had to do a bit of licensing you had to get a peddler's license you had to do devon county council and also didn't you do something with the prince's trust as well we did yeah we the prince's trust was great but we were already too much of a business for them like if you've got an idea business go to the prince's trust like honestly go because it, they're so good but we were already kind of like trading at this time so it was a bit it didn't really benefit us that much okay. um but yeah, we had to, we actually got our license from the police, weirdly enough, um, because it was a peddler's license and it's like a really old law. Um, but it's got loads of claws in it, like you can't be in the same place every day. You've got to move every five, 20 minutes or something like that. Um, so it's, it's, it is a tricky law to get your head around, but it's fine. No one knows, no one knows the rules. So you kind of have to adapt with it. Um, and yeah, like we, food hygiene kind of getting to grips with that it, yeah it was a minefield but fun cool okay, okay. i think that's the end of our small business yeah. you would do it again wouldn't you what a business yeah, like sort of start a small business yes and i think as well i would do it so much better well i am doing it better now like i think yeah. from now to a, from a year ago to now oh my, God, oh my word yeah can't you can't recognize it yeah Ah, well, this is your final reminder to go into the giveaway. I can't send you an ice cream, but we'll send you everything else. Oh my gosh, the ice cream is so good. Whoever wins, Maybe. whoever wins, if they're in Devon in the summer, I will give you a free ice cream. A box. What a tub. Yeah. 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 You get like 40 scoops and that's so that is a good deal. That yeah. is a good deal. Yeah. Going on with the talent voucher that. Oh, well, anyway, it was lovely to speak to you. Are you talking to me or are you talking? Yeah, you're talking to me. Yeah, but it was lovely to speak to the listeners. If they're still oh, okay. here. <laughs> My mum's calling. Hello? Mum? 
You're on the podcast. I'm, I'm recording. Do you want to be on our podcast next week? I'd love to be. To talk about everything nutrition and to give everyone top tips and myth busting. Oh, to really make people fall asleep on your podcast. No, okay. it'd be so interesting. But put it out to your uh, listeners and see what they're interested in and we can talk about whatever they're interested in. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Okay, well, I'll speak to you later. Love you. All right, have fun. Bye. Bye. Oh, there you go. Hear it here, heard it here first. Let's actually do that. We'll put a poll on our Instagram in the next few days asking what, like, gut advice you want, what diet advice. Yeah, IBS, what, bloating. Yeah, any of your, like, questions. Protein um, shakes, yeah, supplements. Yeah. They can be as raw as you like. And, you know, you can trust her because she's a registered nutritionist. So yeah. she's not just on a six-week course online. Yeah. Um, she's AFN approved. She has to do a certain number of academic hours a year to keep her yeah. status. Yeah, so um, any, yeah, that's actually a good idea. Any questions? Yeah. Or whatever. And I think that'd be really helpful and really beneficial. Yeah. Okay. Well, lovely speaking to you. Lovely speaking to you. I'm going to go. And everyone at home. And everyone at home. I'm going to go have a glass of wine and have some food. I'm going to go do exactly the same thing. Okay, well, all right. Well, we love you. Bye-bye. Bye.